Today in Canadian History for February 14th, I'm Mark Affeld. It was on this day back in 1949 that asbestos mine workers in the town of where else but Asbestos, Quebec, walked off the job. This began a four-month-long labor dispute in which unions, consisting primarily of francophone workers, clashed with the American and Anglo-Canadian-owned mining companies. At the time, Quebec Premier Maurice Duplessis sided with the companies. Most members of the Catholic Church backed the strikers. Eventually, after four months and multiple violent confrontations, the unions were forced to compromise with the mining companies and struck a deal that gained the workers very little. Ultimately, the strike has come to represent the beginning of the Quiet Revolution. One particularly influential journalist at the time, by the name of Pierre Elliott Trudeau, perhaps you've heard of him, edited a popular book on the asbestos strike, calling the strike a violent announcement that a new era had begun. To learn more, I spoke with Dr. Damien Claude Belanger, an assistant professor in the Department of History at the Université de Ottawa, as well as author of Prejudice and Pride, Canadian Intellectuals Confront the United States, 1891-1945. So I'm wondering, what do you think about the idea that the asbestos strike was, was the catalyst for the Quiet Revolution? It's, it's a gross overstatement. In terms of, of its uh you know it being sort of a revolutionary moment well it's often presented in a manichaean way in the sense that you know duplessis the premier duplessis the premier of quebec and the uh, you know the bosses of the various um mines and sort of the conservative establishment of quebec are up against a, a new sort of liberal progressive uh, force, um, which is defeated in the short term, but will win out in the long term. And it's sort of a moment of, of opening consciousness. Um, that's not, you know, entirely true. Um, again, as I say, it is, it's an important moment in, in Quebec labor history. Uh, it's a significant strike, but it's a strike... Um, that's, it's a complex strike, uh, and it's a strike that is led by a Catholic union that receives the backing of the Roman Catholic Church. Um, some of the things that they're asking for are inspired by Catholic doctrine and are not necessarily, um, if you will, uh, sort of purely uh, liberal and modern and, and, and so on and so forth. And of course, you have to remember that the strike itself is unsuccessful. Um, uh, so it's, it's, it's a mixed bag. I mean, was there a real sort of tangible impact of the strike? I mean, uh, would the quiet revolution ha have looked different had the asbestos strike never happened? Well, I mean, there was going to be a quiet revolution, with or without the asbestos strike. Okay, I guarantee you. And in many ways, the quiet revolution is already well in, in place, okay? Because, you know, the quiet revolution is not just about, you know, a, a sort of change at the top, right? It's a wider uh, social change, cultural change. You know, a, in terms of the strike, uh, there were other major strikes that occurred around that time. Um, again, this one has been focused on partly because of Pierre Trudeau. 
I believed. Uh, in, in terms of its, of its concrete impact, uh, I mean, for the average worker, it eventually led to a modest pay increase, but only after the strike was broken and many workers were not rehired. Um, it did not lead to any uh, short-term or medium-term gains or significant changes for the uh, workers of Quebec. It, it, its significance is, is really largely symbolic. Um, and in terms now, Pierre Trudeau often presented this as a moment where French Canadians became conscious, uh, conscious of their uh, of their their status. Okay. Uh, I can assure you that they were conscious of this beforehand. Okay, the nationalist movement in Quebec had been uh, hammering away at uh, you know the the capitalist uh, you know the English speaking capitalist class for for decades. Um, so it was certainly a moment of mobilization. Public opinion certainly favored the strikers by and large, um, and there was. You know, there was a certain mobilization among the population in, in favor of these strikers, but I, I don't think it was, uh, you know, an earth-shattering uh, moment in, in Quebec history. It's mostly interesting to me as a historian in terms of how we relate to it today, in terms of the memory rather than the event itself and its uh, practical consequences. Today is a day full of Canadian history. Physicist Eli Burton, who built North America's first electron microscope, was born in Green River, Ontario on this day back in 1879. The Université de Montréal was incorporated on this day back in 1920, and on February 14, 2010, Marc-André Bilodeau won the first gold medal for Team Canada during the 2010 Winter Olympics. Bilodeau's gold medal win in the men's mogul marked Canada's first Olympic gold won on Canadian soil. And as always, we aired this episode of Today in Canadian History. Today in Canadian History is produced by CJSW 90.9 FM. The executive producers are Joe Burma and Mark Affeld. Original music is produced by the Fisk, Fletcher and May Trio. For more information on the series or to recommend an event or moment, check out our website at cjsw.com slash today in Canadian history. Once again, it's Canadian quiz time. You have to follow me closely on this one. Remember the TV show, The Red Green Show? Well, Asbestos Quebec inspired that show's fictional town of Port Asbestos. But my question to you is what is the name of the fictional town that The Red Green Show took place in? Got it? The Red Green Show took place in the fictional Ontario town of Possum Lake.